following podcast contains strong language, adult themes and discussions about gambling. If that's not PG enough for you, then I'd say now is the time to get out. But for everyone else, welcome to Octagon Odds. We're back for the first UFC card of 2022. It's Octagon Odds back george is here ross is here adam's here as well as usual boys happy new year feels like ages since the last card doesn't it it has been ages since the last card really think about it it's come fast it's been more than a month well maybe on the 13th Um, christmas is a blur nothing time became time became meaningless and yeah 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 yeah, um, was it the nineteenth? Yeah, yeah, round about then. So we're looking at a solid four weeks there, boys. But um, I think to be fair, it pretty stacked car with UFC Vegas forty six uh, for Calvin Cater and Giga Chikatsi in the main event um, mm. at featherweight. Um, obviously, first time we've seen Calvin Cater since basically getting schooled. Um, it was a year ago that as well. How crazy is that? Yeah, it's like. Oh yeah, that opened the year, year didn't ago. it? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, it no, might have think... literally been the sixteenth. You know, I think it might have been. Really, it's the day before. Possibly, because it was the now. first. It was the first UFC of the year, and so was this. Mm. making on the on fight night. It will be three hundred and sixty-four days since. Yeah, Kate wow, schooled really the Holloway. Wow. Um, but you wouldn't have it after a after a like not just like a performance like that, but also like the amount of damage that he took in that fight, you wouldn't really have expected him to come back sort of within any shorter time frame than that, would you? No, not much no. sooner than that. Not after yeah. not after the, the record's just been broke on your face. Yeah, so that's what it's gotta take. Yeah. Yeah, that was my thought as well. Like, I was like, it has been a long yeah. time out, but it's like we always say after someone takes a beat down that they that they should have some time out. So Definitely, right thing thing. To do, yeah. Yeah. definitely, yeah. Um, I can see that. Elsewhere on the card, it's been a few cancellations and whatnot, and a few things mm. moved around. But um, Jake Collier, Chase Sherman, heavyweights, um, second uh, from the top of the bill. Brandon Roy Val, Rogerio Bonter in flyweight. Um, Caitlin Kagan and Jennifer Meyer at women's flyweight. Um, so there's some interesting fights, I think, to start the year off. Boys, there's also been quite a lot of big. Uh, news in MMA in terms of like future fights and stuff and some cancellations. Where do we want to start on that? I guess probably only one place really in the room. Kobe Covington against Jorge Masvidal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do yeah, you reckon when's that? When's it booked in? Uh, I believe it's the end of Feb. It's UFC 272. Yeah, it's not too far, March. Yeah. Do you reckon that's got more bad blood than the Usman Colby fight? Do um, like, you reckon they're going to hug it out at the end? Or do you reckon there's a little bit? They go back, don't they? They've been mates for a while. They used to train together back in yeah, the before, yeah. before Colby turned into this guy. It seems um, more personal than the us. So I reckon Jorge will want to expose that. I reckon, like, even though the world knows that it is an act, Jorge will want to like, expose yeah. it to everyone. I, think I personally can't see him winning that. Can you? Jorge, no. no hey, Jorge, no. He's no. Good. I, I think he'll get so. battered, mate. Sure. I think he'll. I think he'll get battered, to be honest. Yeah, me too. I think uh, Kobe's Kobe's open as heavy favorite with the bookmakers. Like, I think yeah, too. He's like, yeah. A, he's built to beat that kind of fighter well easily. I feel like Kobe, like his whole game plan, he just yeah. destroys that kind of fighter. 
Yeah, can just dismantle so, like a striker like that. Really, it's it's going to be pretty similar to Usman, probably Usman Masvidal. We might see though because Colby's not got exactly got the knockout power of Usman. We might see it go a bit further, but it might end up being Masvidal uh, getting out striked. To be honest with you, because Colby's strike is yeah, good. Col- yeah, it's class in it. Yeah, <clears throat> when someone's like a world class wrestler and like when Colby's wrestling is that good, it sort mm. of overshadows like Khabib. Khabib had mint striking, mm, but got dude. overshadowed a lot by the rest yeah, of his yeah. game. I think, I think the most underrated striker of, of this generation is Khabib. Like, he had a yeah, weird style, probably. but he was he, he could strike. He could stand in that. He dropped McGregor, didn't he? Uh, people still debate <laughs> that, but he did drop McGregor. We all saw it. <laughs> Who debates that? People say, like, <laughs> oh, he tripped, or oh, he was stumbling backwards. You know what I mean? He's off balance. <laughs> he tripped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Imagine believing that he tripped. I know, but some like... people still believe that he could beat him in the rematch and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Because they're just, like, brainwashed by him. Yeah. So mad, on the while we're talking that. about Connor, I believe um, that this is uh, coming to Masvidal's the first um, numbered card headlined by a non-title fight that doesn't involve Conor McGregor in like five years. What's the, I feel like the oh I was going to say um, Masvidal and Diaz but that was for a, a title technically wasn't it for a belt technically yeah 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 that's yeah. so what he fucking knows he probably I mean, we, he yeah. probably put that on his pile fucking I don't know probably chucked it in the fire when he got on then he Masvidal in terms of UFC PR mm. disasters I don't think um, the baddest motherfucker belt was a great idea to start with but the fact that it was awarded to Masvidal after a doctor's stoppage. I think goes down to great <laughs> UFC yeah. own goals of all time, really, doesn't it? I, don't, I, don't, I, I think that card did quite well, so Dana's probably doesn't give it a It was shit. a good card, don't, be, don't get me mm. wrong, but I would have I would have rather have seen two more rounds of, mm. of Nate Man, of Nate, of Nate Man's with that, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, but the rest of the card, I know enough. Wonderboy and Luke was on that card, weren't it? Yeah. And that, that was, was a fucking class performance. Mm. That was so good to watch. Hey, what else is on that card? Um... Struggling I to remember off the top that question for you shortly, mate. With the help of the internet, man's greatest friend, man's best friend, twenty twenty two. Um, but it's it's been back to back to the main card though of this of this. Um... Wait, I wanted to ask also about um, the other fight that's been made because there's a few controversies, obviously, for the featherweight belt, and it was going to be Volkanovski against Max, and now it looks like it's yeah. 99% going to be Zombie against Volkanovski. Yeah. Um, obviously, Korean Zombie, um, Chan Sung Young. So I don't know what you think about that. Obviously, I, I would assume that Volk is like heavy favourite, but is it a fight that you want to see? No. I wouldn't like Turkston to see it. But um, yeah, I'm not too. I feel like Volkanovski will definitely win that. Uh, Zombie's good. Like, don't get me wrong. What's he coming off though? He just lost that. last, didn't he? Was was he? Was he? Yeah, Rodriguez. His last fight was it? As he has won since then. No, I think there was one since then. Um, you need to stop asking me questions. Too many questions at the same time because I can only look. No, Dan Eager. Yeah, he just beating Dan Eager, hasn't he? Oh yeah, he's just oh, beating I- Dan Eager. No, um, he's at, yeah, he's done loads since. Yeah, he's uh, he's beaten um, um, Macanto. Didn't even know that happened. Renato Macanto or something. Frankie oh, Edgar. Um, 
Yeah, Ortega got beat by, and then Danny gave beat. So actually, loads has happened since it. Oh, oh, I tell oh, you, it was what. 2018 that year, yeah, elbow. That feels well yeah, yeah. far. Yeah, like, yeah, it feels like it was like two months ago. Yeah, yeah, had two years out, didn't he, mate? Yeah, we had yeah, yeah. Oh Max. God, yeah, that's that's long ago. Two years, two full years out, didn't he? I can't believe it. There's been a bloody pandemic since then. Yeah, as if that was pre-pandemic. The simpler times. UFC 244 was Masvidal Diaz, and it's one of the most stacked cards I've ever seen in my life. Looking back, the early prelim was headlined by Caitlin Chikagi and Jennifer Maya Wong, which we're going to talk about the re. Yeah, interestingly enough, and then. Jarzinho against Arlovsky, Shabozian against Tavares, Shane Burgos uh, was in action, Corey Anderson, Johnny Walker, Kevin Lee, Gregor Gillespie, Derek Lewis oh, against... Oh, what a uh, fucking Bla- finish that was. Oh, well. yeah, is that the head kick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah the head kick round one. Derek Lewis against Blago Ivanov, Stefan Thompson against uh, Vicente Luque, Till against Gastelum, and then Masvidal against Diaz in the main event. So even though it didn't have a, a real title, it wasn't a bad card, to be fair. What was the, what was the call, man? Darren Till against Kelvin Gastelum. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was his first move up to uh, middleweight, weren't it? And he looked pretty sick. We won, yeah. Yes, the old split decision. But, um, yeah, so what do we think about... So we, we're pretty sure that Zombie doesn't beat Volk. It was weird that Volk was kind of like requesting Zombie, like sort of his call, isn't it? Like, I want to fight Zombie. Probably looking at that it, division and thinking who else. He is fourth. He's got yeah, yeah to be fair. Um yeah, yeah, Obviously, he could have just, waited just come until... off a, just come off a loss. Yeah, yeah, though, and he to fight for the belt, it's a bit yeah. like, um, yeah, zombie, and then it goes Cater, and then Josh Emmett. Uh, so yeah, Chikatsi. Yeah, yeah, Chikatsi. no, no, Cater's a perfect fight for him. Chikatsi's eighth, fighting a ranked fifth guy, it beats Cater, fight for the belt, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on a seven-fight win streak. Yeah, it is a brilliant. Is there anything else you want to speak about? Outside the card because that is a um, segue. I, yeah, no. Uh, well, let's just roll with the segue into uh, the main event. Yeah, it felt like a setup from Ross. Yeah, no, it actually yeah, worked. Number do, five, we some good segues, don't we? we actually, do. <laughs> that's what they tune in for the segues. Isn't it? Yeah. They, so yeah, come for the odds just... and stay for the segues. <laughs> that's it. Um, right. So let's talk about that fight, Calvin Yes, yeah. I'm assuming that if Giga wins this, he jumps Calvin into the top five. But we were just obviously talking then about whether he jumps. Obviously, seven fight win streak, which I think is only him and Arnold Allen, I think, in the division that have got seven fight win streaks at the minute. So you've got to think that like Giga's got to be up there. In fact, could either of them be up there for a title shot with a win? Yeah, yeah, no, I'd say that division at the moment is a lot of people coming off a loss. Zombie's going to soon be coming off a loss. <clears throat> Um, Max is obviously, well, you'd think Max would be the next in line after Zombie because he was meant to be before him. But yeah. if Chikadze gets a good win against against um, Cater or vice versa, I feel like Chikadze getting a good win against Cater is, is more of a like a, a propulsion towards the belt, though, than Cater getting a win over Chikadze, if you get what I mean. Yeah, but even still, like even for if either outcome, they both win, there's still... A lot of fights that could be made before they get a title shot. Yeah. Like I said, we've got obviously Holloway, Ortega, Rodriguez, Korean Zombie. Korean Zombie's obviously fighting. Yaya needs a good, that could be a contender fight, maybe. Um, is that, is the fact that 
there's two guys in the featherweight division that are kind of above the rest. Yeah, and like, it's mad, isn't it? Volkanovski's ripped through them all on the way to the belt and Holloway's basically done two laps of the whole division. Yeah. So does that kind of mean there's sort of like a battle to be best of the rest, isn't it? I'd say middleweight's like that with Whitaker as well. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Exactly the same. Yeah. Like the and, like, um, the gatest keeper but, of all time. And flyweight could be the same as well with Figueredo Moreno because them two yeah. are like top of the game, aren't they? Kai Kara's looking good, but I don't know if he can beat mm. you with them two. Funnily enough, Kai Kara fought a couple of people on this card that we'll talk about later as yeah, well. He has, isn't he? Yeah. Lost it, lost to a couple as well. He, he lost, lost to one, one, yeah. He lost to yeah, he lost to yeah. Brandon Roy Val, but we'll get to that. He lost lost to one and beat one, both yeah. fighting each other, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's make a start then. So should we start with Kata? Come on. At the top. Kata, what do we think, boys? Because obviously you take four hundred strikes in your last fight. Like we mentioned, he takes the year off. That's the big question mark for me, really. On we don't really know how Calvin's going to look on his return, really, do we? Obviously, we expect that he, he's going to have been working hard in the gym and stuff and, and sort of revamped his game, but it's a little bit of an unknown, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. So, so, go on, go on. No, no, you go on. You sound like no, you're so a good I, point. I was just going to throw in, um, so we, I know that we all sort of look at, look at the stats, you know, like absorb per minute and whatever. Um, and I was looking at Caters and he absorbs eight significant strikes more, but then, <laughs> them stats well. are just going off the max. Yeah. Minute, like they they yeah. contribute so heavily towards that stat. Stats so are misleading anyway. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's like how many they've fought and how many of their opponents, like, you know, the difference. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of factors, but absorbs eight significant strikes more, but that's literally just because of the max fight. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, funnily enough, I can see, I, I after looking at this one, I, I can see... I found a good bet based off a pretty like a logical de- the conclusion to the fight. But I mean, like you said, Cater took a beating last time and he was off. He's been off for a year. Um, so we don't know how he's going to come back. But Chikanti's on a nine-fight win, stri- win streak, right? And he knocked out Barboza and Swanson in in, in last year. It's both last year. See the yeah, body yeah. shot as well on Cub. But horrible. But we've seen that Cater can take a beating and not go yeah. down. So, with that said, I can see Chikadze winning by decision. Right? You can get that at a thirteen to five. Yeah, you can get yeah, it. I've, 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 I've got it. I've got have, it at eleven to four. You can get it even bigger than that. So ooh, yeah, shop I've, around. I've got it on as well. Yes, but we've all seen the same thing there. Yeah, um, yeah. I think like that's you say, Kate has about... never been finished, has he? So yeah, never been finished. And, and we've seen that his his chin's been very tested, and we've seen even though Max isn't the finisher, he is the wear and tear. But that volume, like to not yeah. to stay with it and still throw, like not just he wasn't just a punching bag; he was throwing. Um. So yeah, he can go the distance. Ducati hasn't been the distance yet. You know, he's he's got um. How many decision win? Uh, he's been decision five times. But it's only three rounds in it, so you can obviously get yeah. to three rounds. He's going to be able to get to five rounds, like, like in it. You've, if you're at that level, you're not going to we'll not see. be prepared. We'll but, see. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about Giga going to this. I've got, like I say, cards on the table, like I've got Giga by decision. But my only question mark about it, and I suspect that's why it's 11 to four and not something a bit tighter, is A, like you said, Ross, he's never been um, five rounds. Um, but also that you can see from his record that when he first came into the UFC, he took a lot of decisions. 
But it's it, if you look at it, it looks like you know as he stepped up in quality of opposition, he's put out better performances, and he's ultimately got the knockouts. Like he's got knockouts in all of his last three um, against Simmons, Swanson, Barbosa, um, and I just have a little bit of a concern because obviously he's ex glory kickboxer. Like we know how good his kickboxing is, but his striking yeah. is so unorthodox and he strikes from such unusual angles and he's so explosive that I think particularly in the Barbosa fight, they both looked pretty out on their feet in the third round. And it was a case of like whoever landed the better mm. shots in that third round was, was going to win. And I just a little bit concerned if he's too explosive early on that you might gas and Calvin might come into it third, fourth, fifth round, because we've seen that he, we, he can do that and, and go the distance. Yeah, I think it's a really good matchup stylistically um, because it's going to be a stander in it. Like that's yeah. just, it's almost yeah, almost yeah. a guarantee. 100%. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously Kato is a boxer and Takatsi is a kickboxer and it worked, that style works for both of them in their own way and it and it mm. works against them in that same way. So mm. for for Kater boxing, he's going to be trying to get getting on the inside and he's going to try and close the distance, stop uh, Jakatsi's leg kicks and anything to do with his kicks. But Jakatsi's good inside and he's quick and sick on the counter. Although his game plan is going to be to keep the range and keep Kater on the outside so he can use his kicks. So obviously they're both going to try and implement the game plan. Um and it's, it's who can do it better. Like, kate has got the experience going five rounds. We know that he's got the heart. And his boxing is some still one of the best. I said that before the Max fight, and I still yeah, regard yeah. his boxing very, very good. No matter what Max did to him, because he's got arguably the best boxing in the UFC. We're talking so about one in Max. We're talking about one of the pound for pound best yeah, strikers. Yeah, yeah. So in it does history. not dimin- like not even just diminish Kate. Uh, do you know what I mean? Don't diminish Kate's talent. He's still an no, we boxer. know how good like Dan Ige's boxing is, for example, and like Jeremy yeah, Stevens yeah. and like they yeah definitely uh, Kate got a decision against Ige. Like it's yeah, yeah. No out of the realms of the possibility. Um, Calvin, I think I Calvin's eleven to two for a decision. Is there any any interest there? Because I think it'll be close. Yeah. I think it'll be like three rounds to two either way. I've actually put both decision because if Ooh. if one of them gets a decision, you got profit. Um, and I think it will go decision. Um, so something that's going to work in Jakatsi's favour, with it being five rounds, I think, is his body work and his like his the leg is like his leg damage that he puts out. But his body work over a five round fight, when you get in body shots like that, and he, I'm sure he will get some on Cater because of Cater's style. Um, that is going to tie Cater out, and especially when we get into the later rounds. Uh, Jakatsi's later round stamina cardio is untested, but I think he's going to put a lot of work into Kater's body and slow him down with that. Is it is it untested? Because the man was a kickboxer. Do we know how long he's been? Like how long his kickboxing fights are? Do we know if he's gone twenty five minutes before? Maybe he has. Yeah, maybe he has. But when you just kickboxing, it's yeah, it's a lot different to. But they're not going to. They're not. It, it is, but they're not going to wrestle. They're going, pretty, to fuck, they're going to scrap. I'm pretty sure he, he won 75% of his kickboxing matches by yeah. KO. So I don't oh, know. Right. Yeah, I can, I, can, I can picture that because he's sharp and he's got yeah. some good technique, got proper good technique. 
Like I say, he's been three rounds like pretty consistently, like especially like in the early parts of his UFC. He went he went to the third round and took decisions. Um, but and I still think he, he he can come out explosive in rounds one, two, and three, like he does, and make because like everything Giga throws, he's looking look, to me, he's like he's looking for a KO. Do you know what I mean? Every punch he throws is like with 100 percent venom. Whereas I think Five rounds, as he moves up the division, as he fights better strikers, he's going to have to be a bit more tactical um, in terms of going about five-round fights and being mm. a bit more selective with his shots and a little bit less explosive. A bit more reserved. Um, so, yeah. 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 yeah, I think we could see a little bit more of a reserved performance from Giga. The other thing I think is a factor in the decision is the fact that there's no crowd. Um, and I think I haven't got the stats to back it up, but I feel like fighting at the Apex Centre without the big crowd leads to the fight starting slower and building up as it go along. Whereas with the yeah. crowd, there's so much adrenaline. I feel like it can just be um, a lot. So I think that's could be a factor across all the fights in terms of how many decisions we might see this weekend. Yeah. Do you think that acts think... against? Do you think that acts against Cater or, or for Cater? I think that what goes. What the, the fact that we drop. think it'll go the, all the way, or the crowd? Just, just the crowd, yeah. Like the absence of the crowd. Yeah, I think so. I think a, a calmer, slower pace of fight suits Calvin. I think. The, I think the more, the higher the pace of the fight, the yeah. more it's going to suit his kickboxing credentials. I think. Yeah, agreed. Um, so I think Calvin will want it to start slow, and if he loses, I don't, I don't think it will start slow though. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like as a kickboxer wanting to keep someone at range, you want to you're the one countering and you're the one like yeah, but yeah, but Chikadze is gonna to want to knock him out. I feel like because it seems to be that's what he wants to do. And like you said, he has gone the distance a lot, but I don't think he's gonna try to go the distance. I don't think he's gonna to try to go to the distance. He's gonna try and finish him. I reckon. Yeah, like like we said, Kato's got an absolute chin, but like yeah. That that um that body shot that he put Cub Swanson out with, like there's not much you can do if you get it in the liver like that. <laughs> it's Unbelievable that no matter how tough yeah. you are, there's not not much you can do no. to someone yeah. like that. And if you can land that, which I think he was gonna land some body shots, some big ones, because it's what he does. Um and it was it's tough to call this. I really do think it's tough to call. Who have we actually got to win then? Me, Chikadze. Is it? Me too. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I just think um, the one thing I worry about with Calvin is, he's, especially with Max, he was a little bit flat-footed. He stood there and he took too many pitches. Um, and I think Chikatsi is more, has more knockout power than Max at their various stages in the career. Like you mentioned, the body work he's going to put in, um, I think could be a, a problem for Calvin. And I just think if he's going to stand in front of Giga, he's going to eat a lot of kicks. He's going to eat a lot of leg kicks as well. Um, and I think ultimately, I think it'd be close. Like I said, Calvin will probably, I think, will come into it later in the fight and maybe win four, five, for example. And, and it'll be three, two, I think, on decision. But um, yeah, I'm leaning, I'm going for Giga. And I've got Giga to win by decision at 11 to four um, as a single player in this one as well. Yeah. I, and I've gone for the exact same thing because I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. As I say, I've got both on decision. Um, it's it, it's really good odds for Cater, and as as we've said, he can he can stick he can stick in it, and he can he can really give it out. I'm just looking how many times Giga's been knocked out. None, never. 
Yeah, um, not in the not so, in the yeah. UFC. As he, I'm assuming, I think he probably made. I think he got six losses as a kickboxer. So yeah, it was something he's like probably been knocked out. In his MMA career, though, he's never been knocked out. Like, yeah, yeah, no, he, he got he got he's subbed, ever. got subbed in his first UFC um, appearance on the Contender series, um, and then yeah, seven wins in a row since then. Last three all by KO. Because are we sleeping on the KO? Because obviously we mentioned Calvin's got chin, but. Does the fact that Calvin took 400 strikes in the last fight not worry us a little bit in terms yeah. of his chin might not stand up to it? This yeah, time. 100%. We don't know how he's going to come back, really, do they? He could come back and be completely shot. He could be much more tentative in his striking, which I doubt, but you just never know. And sometimes after a beating, you come back and you're different than we saw with Tony. Um, yeah. He just was never the same again after Gaethje took his soul, was he? Mm. So yeah. you just don't yeah. know. Yeah, you don't know, do you? Um, but I guess that's uh, I guess that's that on the first fight. So this, I guess, this leaves us a good time to start a new recording, and we'll move on to the next fight. Yeah. So we'll go for a break now, and then when we come back, we'll talk about uh, the next few fights on that's the card. card yeah. We're back for part two, previewing the very first card of 2022, which is UFC Vegas 46. We've just been through the main event, um, Calvin Cater and, and Giga Chikatsi and Featherweights. Uh, we've run through our bets. We've all got Giga to win by decision at 11 to 4. And Ross has covered his arse once again um, and gone Calvin Cater. Yeah, I, might, I don't know about that. I don't know about committing to that, to be fair. We've, we've, we've said some good points. I've been swayed a bit towards Giga. I was really on the fence, but once we've spoke about all the, even though I've, like, spoke a lot about the body work he's going to put in. <laughs> I probably should have considered that a bit more. Should have considered a bit, a bit more. As you said, I, I think that's that's what did it. Cater was very in front of Holloway, weren't he? Like flat-footed yeah. and like at it all. And if you're doing that, not just to the head, um, you're going to get eaten up, really. So I'll have a think. I'll put it on the fence for now. I've definitely got geek. Is he allowed to do that? <laughs> I'll give him till the end of the podcast to make, <laughs> to make up his yeah, mind. Surely we can have to end of the pod. But I'll, before yeah. it goes, when I put it in the spread, lads, I'll tell you what, this new spreadsheet. Oof, is it wow. fire? <laughs> fire. <laughs> we've, all, we've all got all our own tabs. Going. Yeah, we've got our own tabs now. <laughs> so oh, that, nice. And we're gonna keep we're gonna keep track not only month by month, but also event by by event. And then we can like yeah, it's going to be very insightful for everyone listening, which um, should be good. So I'm looking forward to fit the first trip to the spreadsheet next week. Yeah. Um, but the co-main, it's been a bit of a, been a bit of a mess around. Like the, the order of the card changed quite a few times already this week. Um, but as it stands, the co-main is a classic Dana White heavyweight um, <laughs> banger in it. Jake Collar and Chase Sherman. Neither of which have found much success nah. really in the UFC, have they? Of late, um, what's it? I think between them, they've lost eight, they've lost the last 11. Fans. Well, they've lost, they both lost the last two at yeah. least. What, Jake, what are we on, Jake yeah. Collier and Sherman? Yeah, nah, yeah, nah, mate, Jake, that's the new Jake Collier is on a that's the new old alternate. He's on a lot, lost win, lost win, lost win, and he's due a win. I'm sure he's lost his last one. Lost it. He beat Jean Volante though, didn't he? And everyone beats Jean Volante. I don't know. Really 
Yeah, well, so who's right? Is he on alternate or is he on two? He is he's on alternate. He lost to Carlos Fulton. Yes, yes, it was last, dual win. I beat Jean Volante, lost to big Tom Aspinall as well before that, got KO'd, got thrown under the bus so... there, really. Yeah, yeah. No, he's lost to Aspinall and he's lost to Carlos Felipe. Jake yeah. Collier. He's you, lost to Jean, Jean Volante. Nah, mate, there's Jean Volante winning in the middle. I'm telling you, by, the, by decision. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe it's the same for Chase Sherman, um, isn't it? Sherman has lost his last two, uh, lost to Park Port by decision in his last yeah. fight, lost uh, to Lofsky by decision. The other thing that I saw when I was looking through these is considering, like you say, Dana likes to do this on the cards, like especially now it's been mixed around, like throw a heavyweight one, second or third from the top, let them knock each one of each other out in the first <laughs> round. The crowd loves it. Like that's what this fight is here to do. But interestingly, between the two of them, they do go to decision like at quite a surprisingly high rate. Like Sherman's been the distance yeah, yeah. four of his last seven and Collier's been the distance four of his last five. So could we see a decision here as well? Looking at them stats, yeah, it seems feasible, doesn't it? Um, yeah, definitely. Well, as I said, Collier's due a win if the path continues itself. Um, let, let's, let's dive into the fight a little bit. So what do we see when we look at Jake Collier? He's got some. Uh, I think he was asking us a cough what he was about to tell us. Yeah, I thought he sounded like you introduced some sort of analysis then. I was like waiting for you to tell us what you saw in Jake Collier. I, saw, I thought that when I was finishing the sentence, but I'd already like decided what. It's going to be a standard banger, isn't it? Like, yeah, a, it's just going to be a swagger and banger. Think. Probably not that much skill to it. And one of the two is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> there's not really too much to say about this fight it's one of them questionable fights one of them questionable like is it should it be co-main above Roy Val and Bonterin probably it's not. not it's and not it, a high quality it's just one of them it's one of them like he said it's a heavyweight Dana White like he's chucked two heavyweights together he's open there's going to be fire in the co-main so I've got Sherman to win by KO at 3-1 has anyone seen bet. that has anyone seen that viral video going around this week of like some people in training, like they're hitting one of the, you know, the little body things that like springs back at you when you hit? Okay. Oh, this no. um, like on the just the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, they're like they're all lined up and they all go through it and like some kick, throw a kick, some throw an elbow, and then the last guy just comes along and just like it like swings back and like headbutts him and just KOs him. No way. <laughs> that's <laughs> what. Yeah, yeah. That's I'll send it you after, but if you've not, if anyone has seen that, that's exactly what Dana White would love to happen in this yeah. fight. Just like yeah. one of them just to go to sleep in the most remarkable circumstances. But no, I was looking at plus 2.5 rounds here because I've gone on my bets, I've gone for a, a round treble, and there wasn't a great deal of value in like oh fight going the distance or over 2.5 rounds. Yeah. So the bookies are looking at it, thinking that it might, um, that it might go the distance as well. So yeah. I think potentially, like if yeah, if you're looking for something, yeah, maybe plus two point five rounds. Um, just total round plus or over two point five is only eight to fifteen. So yeah, in like point five. Um. So yeah, it's not great value, but like I say, I can see, I could see it going this, I'm not sure it will work out in Dana's favour and, and there'll be a KO, but like you literally never know with the heavyweights, so do you? What's, your, what's, you what's, what's the calls then, boys? What's the calls? Well, to be fair, before we call it, I, I see it going a bit different to 
um, especially what you said, George, you said it's just going to be like a swang and bang. I think Chase Sherman is, I almost put that three to one knockout because he's had 15 KOs and he's, yeah, that's why I did that. But since he's got to the UFC, he's fought 10 times and he, uh, no, sorry, he's fought eight times. No. Sorry, I'm just confused myself with my notes. I've written, he's fought 10 times in the UFC but seven out of eight of his losses are in the UFC. So it doesn't actually make sense what I've written. So he's either fought... That doesn't ten, make sense what you've written. <laughs> it doesn't, no, yeah. no, it doesn't. He's either, he's either fought 10 times or eight times, and he's lost seven of them. Ten fights, ten, 10 fights in the UFC. In yeah, the so UFC, once yeah. he's got seven to the losses, UFC... Right? three wins. Yeah, and he's lost seven. So once... Yeah, he's been knocking loads of heads out. He's knocked all these 14 heads out. But once he's got to the UFC, he's lost seven out of ten. Of his fight, so obviously once once the uh, once the competition's increased, his uh, his skill has decreased almost, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're trying to say. Uh, I'm also yeah, going to say no, his most recent knockout was um, Ike Villanueva, who gets knocked out by everyone. I think he's been knocked out in four of his five UFC appearances. So I'm not sure that's massive um, tick towards a, a Sherman TKO. So I think. I think you can play distance here. Yeah, I, well, because of what I think, Jake Collie has been the distance in both of his last two, four yeah. of his last five. We mentioned about Sherman not having necessarily the KO power to to see him off. So I'm concerned I might have to add this to my my overs round multiple. Yeah. Now. that's the thing. He's, he has clearly got power to KO people from having 14 KOs out of 15 wins. It's, but it's just the actual, obviously, the timing or whatever it is that he's not got anymore. But he has got the power. So if he does connect something, he's he's clearly got power to put people away. But so for that reason, I think Jake Collier is going to try and grapple him and points him. And um, and it's not going to be all on the feet. Because I think that that's Sherman's way to victory. Well, you, think Coll- you think Collier will go for the grappling? I, don't, I just don't. I think Sherman's only way to win is on the feet. And obviously, Collier is going to know yeah. that. So yeah, he'll probably still, yeah they'll probably test each other on the feet and stand there for a while. But if Collier needs to, I reckon he will level change and he'll. Collier's he'll also struggled that way. against against like wrestling, grappling. He has, I think he has, De- yeah. Devin he's Clark few, took him down like four or five times, didn't he? I think. Yeah, no, um, I appreciate that, but he's got a few submission wins. He's got a couple of decision yeah. wins. So it's clearly like some of them decision wins. I'm assuming are going to have been on the ground and to win a decision you need to win the fight so if it's on the ground he's winning do you know what I mean not necessarily but yeah uh, so yeah that, that's how I see it going I've, I've got Collier um, to win by a decision but I did almost no put that for you on Sherman no um, no bet no I've bet got him in me. my Acker actually you know have you got Collier in my Acker so you've okay so that's you've got to pick I've no bet um, and if I had to Pick, I think Jay Collier is going to win this one. Probably by decision. It's pretty close. I feel like the yeah. whole the whole card's been pretty hard to call. To be honest, could go um, could go either way. Yeah, I I I, I usually try and avoid these Dana White heavyweight swanger and bangers because I've been stung a few times because they're hard to read. Like if one big heavyweight lands a yeah. good shot. Like they can put pretty much any heavyweight to sleep, so um, they're a bit hard to call. So yeah, 
Uh, if I had to give you any any advice, I'd say look look for some value in rounds or decisions. But yeah, it could go it could go either way. It yeah. could be first round. But KO as I said, that, like that that three to one Sherman KO isn't the worst bet in the world. No, that's what I've gone with. Yeah, have you? Yeah. You've gone for it, have you? I've gone for it as my single. Yeah. Oh, yeah, indeed. Like I said, Sherman KO. I don't, three to, I don't see Sherman enormous, KO at three to one. I don't see an enormous amount of value in this fight. I won't lie to you, lads. So no, it's... no, there's not the most. Um, it, it just it tops my acker up nicely. Gets it. I'm, I'm hoping and praying for a knockout. So hopefully the MMA gods answer my prayers. Yeah, I'm just seeing yeah, it as I... this like since since Sherman's got to UFC, he's just not done well at all. Yeah, at all. and they're both he a absorbs... bit up and down though. They're both a bit up yeah. and down with the wins. Absorbs two extra strikes per minute. Um, than Collier does. Uh, yeah, as I said, I think that's the, that's what's worried it for me. Just since he's got to UFC, he's just done pretty shite, really. Fair enough. So, how about uh, we move on? I rate, from I rate, I rate the nickname. <laughs> Shay Sherman, nickname the Vanilla Gorilla. The Vanilla Gorilla. Yeah, well, funnily enough, on my notes for the next fight, I've actually got the worst nickname ever. Is and it Blonde, is it blonde it's raw, Fire? It's Raw Dog. No. Brandon oh, Raw yeah, Dog Are you joking? So I don't like that. What's wrong? What's up with raw dog? Raw dog is like is inserting your penis without a condom on into a woman. Yeah. So do you, do you not back Darren Till's business then? Because he's called raw dog, isn't it? He's got a business I, called raw dog. I just don't think that. Do I not back Darren Till's business? What a crazy question that <laughs> not is. Not back it, but do you feel <laughs> ashamed about? It? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> what kind of question is that? No, no, I don't even know he did a business well, called Raw Dog. Um, no, well, I think is it beer? It's not. It's not. My problem. isn't with the the, the words Raw Dog, It's the fact that he's calling himself Brandon Raw Dog Roy Val, and he fights men shirtless in a cage. So he's just. <laughs> I like it. The implications are all there. Like, don't know if do what I you want. I thought for any money, I thought for any money you were going to say that Caitlin Cajun has got the worst nickname in MMA because nah, that's what nah, I was nah. going to say. Was it the blonde fighter? The nicknames. Just, it's just blonde fighter, <laughs> which is awful. It's just it description that's not a nickname. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, I think especially because his name's Roy Val, like there is a bit of like. I can see why he's gone with that. But. It's just a bit sexually charged. Like there's a bit of sexual, there's a bit of sexual energy behind yeah, that. I feel like you're, I feel like you're adding a sexual energy to it. You, no, 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 no. The words raw dog. I've <laughs> got sexual connotations to him. There's no yeah, doubt. The boy doth protested too much. That could be the intention though, just to like get in there and just raw dog your opponent. Do you know what I mean? Like I get, I get where you're coming from. I do, but. Well, you just, you just. <laughs> Ross just talked about getting in there and raw dogging the opponent. Yeah, <laughs> the implication if you're going to do that, it's like the saying, "Oh, it's like shagging him." Like, yeah, I'll bend you over. It means like you just batter someone in it. Yeah, it's like the same sort like, of thing. I think a lot of these fighters. I'll have lost. I've, 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 I think a lot. Of, yeah, I think a lot of these fighters have a lot of like, uh, like get sexually charged gay energy in them, and that's why I, I think. Really do. I think if I was if I was a fighter, I'd throw in that. That's homosexual. I'm going to clip as well, Ross. Try and get in the reds a bit. I'm going to clip Ross saying, (laughs) all he's saying is he wants to go in there and raw dog his opponent. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that would throw throw him off a little bit. uh, But if he went in there and raw dog his opponent, he'd be in prison for sexual assault. (laughs) He wouldn't have won the fight. So, yeah. 
Well, uh, I, it's a roundabout way of getting to the fact that the next fight on the card is um, in the flyweight, Brandon Royval against Ruggiero Bonterin. Um, yeah. We'll start with Royval because we're talking about him. Brandon's yeah. raw dog, Royval. Yeah. Um, and it's been a bit of an, I was going to use a, a sexual innuendo about that. It's been a bit of an up and down start to Roy Val's UFC career. Yeah. Um, obviously, he started with wins against Tim Elliott and Kai Kara France, which, especially Kai Kara France's case, is looking like pretty good form. Mm. Um, but then he goes and loses um, to Brandon Moreno on when he was on his path to the belt. Um, and then he loses again to uh, Alexander Pantoja by submission in his last fight. Um, but before that, a few people were talking about sort of Roy Val being where um, Brandon Moreno is sort of now, like to the title fight, potential champion even in the future. I think he's still got it in him, personally. Like 28, isn't he? It's yeah, time. definitely. I mean, he's got a few good wins in the UFC. Um, Tim Elliott, Kai Kara France both submitted both of those, those guys. Um, yeah. And I think losing to Brandon Moreno is no, I mean... Look at him now. In in hindsight, yeah. it's not a bad loss, is it? No, so no, no. I think Roy Val's got it on it. Got it in him, definitely. But that said, Bonterin's still, still, he's it, it, still, it's still a good fight. I mean, he lost his last one. Uh, no, did he lose his last one? Or did he draw the last one? There's one we got overturned. He lost, he lost both his last two. Isn't it? He got. I'm sure one of them's sorry, been overturned. Uh, Bonterin. Bonterin. Sorry, yeah. Bonterin. Yeah, he beat Matt Schnell in his last fight, did he? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, and then I mean, they both shared an opponent in Kai Kara France, Roy Val having submitted him and Bontwin having been KO'd by him in the first round. Um, I know MMA math doesn't add up, but I'm kind of backing Roy Val in this fight. I can, I'm, I want a bit of a bounce back for the guy. I can see it in him. He's, he's got, he's got, he's got the full game, so I can see if he gets a bit of discipline behind him and he stops making stupid mistakes. I think he can do quite well in the division. So. My money would be on Roy Val for this fight. What do you reckon? Ross, how do you um, think? I, I really struggled with this one. I think they're really quite even. Uh, they're both unreal when it comes to jiu-jitsu and submissions. Obviously, we've got one, with, one of them with eight submissions, one with 11, both with three KOs. I really couldn't decide. Uh, Roy Val, very good off his back, like sets a triangle up as well as anyone um, really does. He's also got 100% takedown completion. Never failed a takedown, according to his stats. That's some stat, isn't it? Yeah, that's not bad, is it? Um, thought... um, how many is he actually? How many has he actually scored in that period? Though so he scored two registered, so it's two out of two. Yeah, well, still efficient, if nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I, I, I don't know for this one. I'm staying away from it, to be honest with you. I thought that I was a bit worried about the jujitsu, like you say, cancelling each other out a bit. Like it's both their strongest weapons. Um, do you think that means that we could be looking at a decision? Like We could be looking at a submission, though, at the same time if we spend a lot of time on the ground. Yeah, but they it's both do, you know what I mean? I know yeah, they do. each other out. No, I know they do, but Bontering's record in the UFC is zero submissions, right? He's not submitting anyone, is it? Roy Val's got a couple of submissions in the UFC already. Um. Bontering, and you can, Bontering got a submission in his... Uh, technically, it was in the Contender Series, so yeah, technically not in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. Roy Val has got a submitted Cara France, um, Kai Cara France and Tim Elliott. So I'd say, with that said, like I said, statistics are a bit 
you take them as you like as, as they are, but that would tell me that Roy Val's probably got the, the edge on the ground. But MMA maths doesn't always work out that, does it's it? It's so weird though, because think back to like when Clay fought Leonardo. Is that what it's called? Leonard, uh something like that. You know, and Clay fucking Clay Gaida. Gaida. Yeah, I'm bad at his uh, Gaida, yeah. yeah, his last fight. Um he was he fought Leonardo or some something like that. And Leonardo, Leonardo was like Ninja Turtles. Mm, nah, nah, nah. nah Leonardo da Vinci. But it, not very oh, good off his back. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo Benucci. No, we're not moving on from from Adam that's Adam's joke there. That was class. <laughs> What was it? I didn't know. <laughs> I lean on it from Ninja Turtles and Adam said he's not very good off his back. Oh, yeah, I did hear it, yeah. <laughs> at, I least, mean, at least somebody get appreciated yeah. when I was there. I need to thanks, mate. For that one. Um, <coughs> yeah, thanks, mate. But anyway, Leonardo DiCaprio. No, nah, Leonardo Santos. He's a fourth degree black belt and uh, Clay submitted him. And I obviously had Santos on the submission. Clay and, gave uh, us no joke, though. He's been around Clay for a while. Being, yeah, no, but that, that's beast. what I that's what I mean, but you look at Wiley look at Fox. stats of four, fourth degree black belt, you won't think that I don't even know if Clay is a black belt. You won't think that he's getting the submission, but he did. So maybe he is a black belt. Yeah, he is, but definitely look. not fourth degree. What I thought was interesting, yeah. um, looking at the the bookies odds on this one. Um Roy Valley eight to thirteen favourite, um Bonter in seven to five underdog. This is the first time. That Brandon Royval has been made the bookies' favourite um, since he joined the UFC. Um, so, someone up until now who's kind of gone into his fights a little bit under the radar, maybe with a little bit less pressure. And, like, do you think that it's any different from a fighter's perspective when you go in as the favourite and you're expected to win, as opposed to, like I say, coming in a bit under the radar and being able to kind of surprise everyone a little bit? It depends who you are. Yeah, sort of similar to like the home, you know, like if you're fighting in your hometown. But I reckon that that is a, a big pressure, to be fair. Um, nah, I, I don't know. I don't think it's too much. I reckon they just block stuff like that out um, because they're going to know that they are the favourite. Even the guy that's not the favourite, he's the favourite to win. Do you know what I mean? He has to be. He's going to yeah, think yeah. he's going to win. So I reckon they just tune all that stuff out, man. Like, I can't imagine... <laughs> all these fighters on like William Hill checking what odds are on him. To be fair though, maybe like you actually might. I think you know. fighters would definitely know if they're not necessarily like the odds or whatever, but like you would know if you're expected to beat your opponent. I think. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You would, yeah. You would, yeah. Um, yeah, it can definitely add a pressure. It, it's just. I also think Bontering wise doesn't have a win since what August 2019. Bontering. Um, obviously, the match now one was overturned, like you said, George. So it's been a long time. And then that win was against uh, Rulian Paeva, who we saw recently get KO'd by Sugar Sean O'Malley. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure how good Bontarin's form really is. Like, he lost to Ray Borg as well, yeah. who hasn't been on like a great run of it recently. Well, who have you got? So. Who have you got? Have you got any singles in this fight? I've no single play on this one, but I've got Brandon Royval in my accumulator. Do you have any singles, Ross? Uh, no, as I said, I stayed away from it. Um, I might check real real quick, though, what um, Royval's submission... I've got Royval by sub. That's a single. That's 9 it. to 5 on William Hill. Nice. Yeah. 
nine to five. Yeah, on William Hill. Yeah. I think that's a tidy bit of value for someone. Decent with, that, isn't it? Yeah, um, I've chucked a tenner on it. Eight. Yeah. Eight oh. out of twelve career wins come by submission. Seventy. And two in the UFC already, including including Kai Kara France, yeah. who beat Bontoin. Which I know, like I said, MMA maths doesn't add up. Yeah, but... Kai Kara. Kai Kara doesn't shout to me on the ground though. Do you know what I mean? Just, I don't okay, think any of them shout, shout to you ever. That'd be doing everyone. everyone oh! <laughs> <laughs> when they're on the ground getting submitted. <laughs> <laughs> you should have taken the decision. Help! <laughs> but Kai doesn't do that. So anyway, that's a fun. Yeah, that, um, yeah. So okay, interesting though. You gone basically two to one yeah. basically for the and yeah. Roy Val makes an appearance in my acker as well. So we have got that. With well, that well, said, have you got any more any more um, comments to make on that? Oh, fight? actually, I, I've I have found a good single on this. Um, Ten to one that we see a live raw dog. Wow, <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, that's ten. Nice. I'll take them odds. Ten to one. I'll take. I'll take a good raw dog any day. <laughs> I'll be disappointed if I don't see one. Adam loves a good raw dog. No, I quite like the sound yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, nothing, all, uh, what a raw dog. Mission. Yeah. Yeah. Ross has had some Ross has Ross has made some sus comments in the past like 15 minutes. So I think we should move oh, on to the next fight about women before <laughs> Jen is yeah, yeah. I, I like this fight. I'm quite looking forward to this one at Flyweight. Um Caitlin Chukagan to number two rank flyweight. Isn't Chukagan um, just the best eight. last name ever? Every time it's yeah. like a it real rings off rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah, but then I hate to go back to this, but great last name, terrible fighter nickname. <laughs> yeah, the blonde fighter. Blonde fighter. Yeah. 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 I it. mean, listen, like, Adam. Like, it says what it should have been like you, Chucky. Caitlin, at least... Caitlin Chucky Chukagian or something. Chucky Chukagian, that'd be cool. Um, yeah. Choo like... Choo Chukagian. <laughs> Poor Caitlin Choo Chukagian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hit me Unreal. up, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the train. Fucking hell, but no, she went with the blonde train fighter. It's unrolling, that's unreal. That's my, she clearly uh, comes from coming in, could she? My headline. She headline. I've just wrote a headline for you. Yeah, nice one. Two Cajun train keeps unrolling. Unreal. Oh, nice. She's best win now, so you can use that. Yeah. Random Royale, Raw Dogger. Anyway. But yeah, speaking of Caitlin Chukajan, this is obviously a rematch. These yes. two, we mentioned it actually before, UFC 244, um, November 2019. So best part of two and a bit years in the making. Um, obviously, Chikagian took a unanimous decision victory um, on that night. She's fought five times since then. She's won three times. Um, Myers fought three times since then, winning two. Do you think the landscape has changed drastically since these two met the first time? Like, can you see it differently? Can you expand on that? Oh, I just mean depends which landscape you're talking about. Some of them change daily. Oh, the octagon Some of them landscape. Oh, sorry, I, I I didn't realize it was a joke, but um, yeah, yeah. I, well, <laughs> I was gonna say some of them might. Like, do you know what I mean? Depends if it's a landslide or like you know what I mean. You just never know. Anyway, uh, let's yeah. talk about fighting. Anyway, we're on an octagon run, run, run a fighting podcast, Adam. So we'll talk about geology later. I know you like to do that. Anyway, um. This fight, like you said, is coming in. I've just chatted so much shit, me, <laughs> so much shit. Anyway, this fight, like you said, coming off the last one, 
Chikagin probably you'd probably see as the favourite. Three fights, one out of the last five. Um, that said, um, I do think that they are a similar skill level. Um, I think Maya might come back with a point to prove in this one. Um, she's had a bit of a she had it a bit up and down recently. Um, Chikagin's had it a bit up and down recently, right as well. What was the last? What's the last couple of results like? Last two. I haven't got him in front of me. The problem being the problem being a flyweight is just every so often, especially if you start winning at flyweight, is then you just get fed to Valentina again. <laughs> yeah. And she eats them alive and they get spat back out into the division and they have to fight their way back up again. And I guess because both of them have had to do that um in the last few years. I think um Jennifer Meyer fought Valentina. She fought Jessica Ryan in the last fight and beat her. Got a decision. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looked quite impressive, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that, that was after the Valentina fight. Uh, whereas I think Chikadians had four fights since um, losing to Valentina, including beating Antonina. So like she couldn't beat the first Shevchenko sister. So yeah. they fed her the next one, the fight after she did win. Uh, and then she beat. Uh, Sorry, and then she lost to Jessica Andrade, and then she, yeah, she's back coming into this back to back wins um, against Cynthia Calvillo and Viviana Harujo. Do you know? Do you know what I think? Um, I think no. Maya is pretty class, and even though it was unanimous 49 46, I think Maya gave Shevchenko probably the best fight that we've seen. What do you think about that? Probably Nunes twice. Well, obviously, I was going to say Amanda beat her twice. So <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, yeah but since we obviously, but since we've seen the rate, like every, everyone that Shevchenko's yeah. stirred recently, up, I, I think my I remember watching Maya and I was really impressed with how well she did on the ground against Shevchenko because Shevchenko's astounding on the ground. Yeah, they went the distance five rounds. Yeah, um, Valentina yeah. had nine nine minutes ground control, and Maya it was less, but she had seven minutes. And against, do you know what I mean? Like, it's still pretty even that yeah. two minutes in yeah. it on the ground against Shevchenko as well. As I say, it was 49 46 unanimous, so obviously it wasn't that close. But what fight is close with Shevchenko nowadays? So I think Maya's get like very strong on the ground. You'd expect um, to have the advantage on the ground in this one. She's um, black this Brazilian one. jiu-jitsu, black belt, isn't she? Um, she did in the last one yeah, as well. Expect- she did. She won the ground game against Shikagian in the last one. Shikagian won on yeah. the feet, and that's what obviously won her. I feel like in the judges' eyes, striking gets more points, doesn't it? Does more damage. Well, it's not that. I guess it depends on the context of the takedowns, really, doesn't it? If you if you don't advance the position, that's kind of what yeah, I'm looking true. for, isn't it? If yeah, you don't, yeah. don't yeah. cause any damage while we're down there, or if you don't advance the position or whatever, then they don't score it very highly. Um, which I think Maya's been a bit guilty of in the past with the jiu-jitsu is like, yeah, getting the takedowns, but then not necessarily like trying to create mm. opportunities for yeah. submissions or to ever fight, just literally yeah. getting them down for the sake of a takedown and scoring a takedown. Yeah. Yeah, well, I definitely think it's going to decision because women's fights do go to decision a lot. Caitlin's gone 13 yeah. times. No, Caitlin's won 13 decisions, lost two. Yeah. And uh, Jennifer Myers won 10 and lost five. So they've both gone di- distance a lot. Um, they did yeah. last time. I think Myers, yeah. Myers, six out of seven, the last seven, gone the decision. Yeah. Caitlin's yes. uh, yeah. three of her last four have gone the distance. So, yeah, yeah. it's distance yeah. for me. It's in my, my rounds, Acker, this one. I've got a single on this one too. 
to anybody else. Oh, I've even, I've got, uh, I was, I've got a du- uh, double. I've mentioned that I've got the Giga Chikatsi um, by decision. Um, and I also put um, Chikajim by decision with it as a double. Um, it's a 5.75 to 1 double for them both to win by decision, which I think is pretty tidy, to be fair. Yeah, nice. yeah. I've amazing. got Maya on points. Yeah, so have I. Thirteen yeah. to five. You've gone both yeah. one for Jennifer Meyer, have you? Yeah, I have. I've got a feeling about this one. Yeah, I think it's close. I've I've covered it with Shikagian uh, on my Aka, just to win. Um, but yeah, I think they could both win. I think it'll definitely be a decision, and it could go either way. To be honest, I mm. think if Meyer can, if even though we said it don't score highly, a lot of wrestlers and jujitsu guys do are just complacent and will take yeah, just yeah. the control, do you know what I mean? And if they can win via control, they will. And Maya has got that in a locker, but Shikagin definitely Shikagin's no that. slouch on the ground. She's definitely well, not she's that, a definitely brown not. belt under yeah, Lorenzo yeah, Gracie, yeah. isn't she? So yeah. I think she yeah, could yeah. she might surprise you with where her ground game's at at the minute. But interesting that we've I think it's the first time we've gone opposite each other so far, isn't it? I've gone left and you two have gone right. You know it strikes me every single time someone says it that there's not really a like there's like a str- there's like a boxer and there's a kickboxer and there's a wrestler, but there's not really a, there's not a jujitsuer, is there? You have to say like person who does jujitsu <laughs> yeah. or jujitsu practitioner yeah. or jujitsu yeah, yeah. fighter. You know what I mean? I think they also say jujitsu player as well. Like a yeah, there's a lot of different player. things to say, but it just should, should be a word like jujitsu. Yeah. That'd be sick, wouldn't it? I'm a jujitsu artist. I mean, yeah, yeah, but, no, we'll, we'll work to do on that one. We can't just have Jew, can we? That one's taken already. Yeah, that one is taken. Yeah. 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 All right. So it's quite an interesting one, that. Um, yeah, we've got, got some good takes on that. Lads. Yeah. Like That's it. the end of my Acker as well. So it's Maya, Roy Val. Tell me your Acker then. Go on. Maya, Roy Val, Sherman, and Chikadze. Fourfold. Fourfold. And actually, I haven't written down the odds on that, so I actually couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I haven't written down the odds Octagon Odds podcast with no odds. It's the first time I've done this. Um, But, yeah, just bear with me and I'll get it I can... Have we got... Anyone got any strong points on any of the other fights um, further down the card? Um, We've got uh, Bill Algio against Johansson Brito at Featherweight. Another Um, really bad nickname coming down. Um, at some point, Decato Bush versus Borshev, Slava Claus. Yeah. Have you heard that? <laughs> he wears a hat, yeah. he wears a hat, and he calls himself yeah. Slava Claus. It's pretty funny. I right? think that's, I think that's quality. Yeah, no, might even good. that might I even translate. Class. Yeah. I might just translate normally to him though. Do you know what I mean? Might no, literally mean. Slava. No, first name Slava. It's it's something Slava. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that how you say it? V I A. Yeah. So, is that how you say it? Yeah, Baron Slava. Slava. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fair, yeah. Well, um, yeah, I've done some research on these two, and I actually like um, the look of him. Is an interesting fact for you. He's actually um, the kickboxing coach at Team Alpha Male, and he's got over three hundred kickboxing. Who is Dakota Bush? Uh, no, Slava Claus. Slava Claus. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, 300 kickboxing fights and yeah, kickboxing coach at Team Alpha Male. Yeah, he's also, he's okay, he's really good. Like Ross said, his kickboxing was great. He's only lost one MMA fight. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks quite good. I've actually kept an eye on this one. Not particularly him, but this guy. <coughs> Go on. I've got him in the Acker. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I've, I've got him in the Acker, yeah. Ooh. Uh, yes, he'll dominate on he'll dominate on like as well says in the standing. Um and I think he potentially dominate on the ground as well against um against Bush. So yeah, I've yeah. Um, yeah, Bush in Bush has only had one UFC fight. Um I think. Um oh, yeah. no, I think he's not, well, anyway, he's not... he's he lost his UFC debut and he, yeah. he threw a lot in round one and he gassed himself out a bit and then he was just surviving on the ground sort of one for... it, Go on. Well, one thing that makes yeah. me think like um, that Dakota Bush as maybe the maybe could be the favorite in this fight is that he obviously he's a Dakota State wrestling champ. So wrestling's his bread and butter. Um obviously that is what he does. He does wrestling. We've seen that before. We know he likes to he throws quick straight punches, gets close to his opponent, and he likes to like get his opponent down and work him off the back. And I'm going to call him Slava Claus. Um, he's got a 33% takedown defense. Um, so, with that said, if you're a grappler, you, mm. like that's your that's your bread and butter. As a guy with like a, a kickboxer with poor takedown defense, if Bush can get in there and get him down, then he's going to dominate him. Yeah, good point. Good point. Some of Slava Claus's highlights that I was watching, though, he has got a good sprawl. Um, like, and he looked powerful when he did get the sprawl. He had some good ground and pound off it. He moved around proper quick, took the back. Mm. Um, but obviously, thirty-three percent does speak for itself. But what is Bush's takedown percentage? Do you know, I'm not sure, but he's a Dakota wrestling state state wrestling champ, so he's got wrestling credentials. Are you on it, Adam? Or should I? Yeah, I'm on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but as I say, he gassed himself in first round, but he, he was fucking like powerful in that first round. He threw a lot of leg kicks, and he I feel like he used his lead hook more than his jab. He sort of used his lead hook as his jab. Um, it was it was quite effective in that first round, but as I said, he did gas himself out, and it was clear to see that. Um, you wanted Borges' well, his... takedown defense. Is that what we wanted? No, his takedown percentage. Like no, we wanted Dakota Bush's takedown percentage. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, Chevy's percentage is yeah. Oh, sorry, 16, percent accuracy. So takedown percent accuracy. So that is so poor. It's low takedown <laughs> offense and low takedown defense in this fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, though, um, if yeah, you, if he, he did get one takedown. So that suggests to me that he attempted like eight takedowns or whatever that is. In, the, in his first yeah, fight, well, and then, for, and then one, so. for someone with a wrestling background, that's not great to be honest. Doesn't do him much favors. And he also got taken down. He also got taken down himself and lost the decision, probably as a result. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, if if you're Slava Claus, you're training at Alpha Male. You've got a lot of good wrestlers there. Um, obviously, if you're an MMA fighter, you need. I'm, got, I'm all on Slava. I'm on Slava Claus. Yeah, all, me too. Yeah, all I've got him on Slava Claus. Got him on the Acker. Wow. Um, right, we yeah, might have to, to 15 years to win. stop recording. Take, we're going to take what? Uh, take another short break and come back, shall we? Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's do it. So we're just running through the last few bets on the card. Um, UFC Vegas 46, um, Calvin Cater against Gigi Chikatsi. Um, We were just talking about Vyshlev Borshev. 
um, or Slava Claus, as we're now going to affectionately call him. Um, I've got him in the ACA. Slava Claus. You've got him in the ACA, Ross, haven't you? Yeah, he's there, he's there. And George, you've gone the other way and you've gone Dakota Bush. No, not all. I've not got a bet. I've not got a single bet on this fight. Um, I was just saying oh, okay. that if before my point was if there is a route for victory for Dakota Bush, it is in that wrestling aspect of the fight. Um, but with that said, yeah. as 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 we said before, sixteen percent takedown offense is just Poor. not good enough. So it's probably going to stay. It's probably going to stay. <laughs> it's not good it's enough. just not good enough. It's probably going to stay standing, <laughs> and I imagine we'll probably have an early Christmas again this year. <laughs> <laughs> Schlava Claus Schlava Claus is coming to town he's going to deliver you know I mean? get a well, one two for Christmas check out our social medias over the weekend at, at Altgon underscore <laughs> odds on Twitter and Altgon odds on Facebook for various Schlava Claus jokes during our, yeah. our live also Raw Dog weekend. Also, raw dog. Don't forget about yeah, yeah, and blonde fighter because I think Choo Choo Cajun is a much better nickname. So yeah, I think we should campaign to for Caitlin to get to change her name to that. Hundred percent, so good. That so good. Imagine Bruce Buffy yelling it out as well. Caitlin, Choo Choo Cajun. Yeah, be unreal. Yeah. Um, the other fight I wanted to talk about was um, featherweight Bilalgio and Johannesson Brito. Um, because I think Brito is fun to watch his first like proper UFC appearance um, since his consent- contender series debut against Diego Lopez. Um, but we know the kind of fighters that Dana promotes from the contender series. You know what I mean? Like the way he, gets, yeah. he asks them to fight. Like it, he's all action. Like he walks down his opponents. Like he's, he's looking for the knockout. Um, like he lost his first two of his first three professional MMA bouts, but he's gone 11 fights undefeated in various organizations since then. Um, and it's his first time in the UFC, like I've mentioned. Um, Algio, on the, whole, on the other hand, four UFC appearances, three losses. Um, it's probably his biggest career, career win was against Jeff Lentz. If you remember Jeff Lentz, that was in Cage Fury, though, so it was quite a few years ago. Um, he's also been in there with Shane Burgos and Jared Gordon, but lost to both of them. Ricardo Lamas. Um, yeah. Um, so there's a few. He has, I'd say, he's had the highest standard of competition, Aljo. I think that's a fair statement to make, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he has. I'd agree with that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite even. I feel like uh, both only had one fight in the UFC, I believe. Yeah, one was um, contender series, though. Like I say, for burritos. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So. That, that's his most recent win, isn't it, in the Contender Series? Um, yeah, but to be fair to him, he's not lost since 2015. You know, so he's yeah, been active. In, he's 11, been 11 in a row, mate. He's been yeah, knocking man. people out, mate. Yeah, so he's he's got five I kill wins. He's, he's got five, five subs, two decisions, so he can do it all. But so can his opponent um, for, for old Bill, looking at uh, three KOs, six subs, five decisions, so they can both... Do what oh, needs Bill. whatever needs doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the nicknames you've come up with that have been unbelievable. But um uh, the other thing I think interesting, obviously, Aljo's been the distance in all four of his last four UFC appearances. Um, so you could be looking distance on this one as well. I've got this one. The reason I want to talk about it is because I've gone distance on this one. Um, because I've we've seen that Britos, whilst although he's like I say he's been winning, um, he has 
taking a few decision wins. Um, and like I say, Algie over the distance in all of his last three. Um, so that sort of rounds off my over rounds treble, which is um, Johansson Brito and Bill Algio over 2.5 rounds. Um, over 2.5 rounds for Chuchukajian and Jennifer Meyer. And over 3.5 rounds for Kater and Chikatsi is a 2.84 to 1 treble. How, how many rounds, sorry, for Kater? Uh, Kate and Jacatsi is over 3.5, over 2.5 for Chikajian and Jennifer Meyer, and over 2.5 for Brito and Algio. Yeah, I quite like these um, these round these round bets. They're quite logical. Yeah. The other one that you can throw in there, because we talked about it earlier, was the Sherman Collier fight. Like I because it's heavyweight, I sort of I decided against it. But I think mm. if you throw that one in there as well, you're looking at like five, six to one, I think, fourfold. Um but yeah, like I said, I stayed away from that one and took yeah two point eight five to one, which I'm fairly happy with. Like I say, I've got um, Chikadian and Chikatsi both to win by decision double at five point seven five to one as well. So I've got that, and I've got the Acker, which we sort of talked about already, um, which is a bit bigger. And then I've got Chikatsi to win by decision is my only single play. So you've got uh, Chikadian and uh, Giga. Chikadian and Chikatsi to both win. Both to win by decision. Decision, decision, fair. Fair. Yeah, at a 5.75. Yeah. Nice, nice. So is that all yours? Um, apart from the Acker, which we can go through at the end, anyone got any other sort of single plays? Yeah, I'll or chuck, anyone I'll got my singles on? out. Um, go so I've got, I've got Jennifer Meyer, decision at 13 to 5. Um, Shikatsi, decision at 13 to 5 also. And... We I touched on earlier, I've got Kate a decision as well, but I said that I'll think about it throughout. And I've liked the sound, George, of Roy Val's sub. At, um, what was it at? Nine to five. Nine to five. So I might replace that. I didn't want to put too many bets on. So considering I was on the fence about Kate and now I've got a bit of a different outlook on that fight, I'm going to replace that for the Roy Val sub. So nice one, George. No worries, mate. You're fucking full of them, aren't you? That one. Okay, nice. And then I've got my Acker, but we'll run through some Ackers after. So go on, George. Yeah, so my singles Roy Val by sub 9 to 5, Chikadze by decision 13 to 5, Maya by decision 13 to 5. We've got all three of them. I've got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also had Sherman KO 3 to 1. Uh, nice. as, as a road yeah. bet. I almost put that on well, as well. Putting out the singles there. Yeah, exactly. And then Mayaka. Um, well, we, have you said your singles, Adam? Yeah, uh, I've said all my singles. And right, so I've only got one single play this week. Right, we'll go on to Aka then. So Mayaka is Chikadze, Sherman, Roy Val and Maya. Um, and I still haven't looked up how much, what that equates to in odds. <laughs> so someone at home, comment and let me know. <laughs> no, you're going to have to let me know because I need it for this. I need I'll it for the spreadsheet. We're know. not I'll messing about this year. Yeah. I've told them all that I need it in writing after the podcast. Otherwise, it'll be submitted. Especially if it's a winner, it's getting deleted. Otherwise. Yeah. And Ross, have you made your, what was it one you were on the fence about? You, you were on the fence about one? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was um, it was Roy. Was it Kato? Kato, Kato, right? Kato, weren't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kato. Oh, it's Kato. No, Kato and Jacatsi because you got both at the minute, haven't you? Yeah. I put them both on, but I've I've, uh, I've switched off. out Kato. Yeah, the shit. You've reneged on Calvin Kato. <laughs> Poor guy. Nah, um, um, yeah. 
Yeah, he's gone. He's gone out of <laughs> He's going to be going, Ross! <laughs> he's shouting off his, shouting off his shouting back. off his back at Ross. <laughs> Ross! I'm getting run on! All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay. So my hacker goes, Shikazi, um, fucking... Shikazia. In it. Shikazia! Lost my... <laughs> It's like a couple of well, like four or five people on the card. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think I was trying to say? Who was I trying to say? Slava, <laughs> a bit of Slava claws in there as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, God, who do you think I was trying to say? No, I was trying to say um, Jakatsi. Um, wow. Yeah, so I've got Jakatsi, I've got Collins. <laughs> I've got uh, Slava Claus and Shikagian all to win on the Aka five to one. Five to one, nice. I've gone for a slightly bigger one. I've gone eight point six to one fivefold uh, for Joanderson Brito to build Bill to beat Bill Algio, um, Vishlav Borshev, Slava Claus to beat <laughs> Dakota Bush, um, Caitlin Chu Chukagian to beat Jennifer Meyer. Brandon Royval to beat Ruggiero Bonterin and Giga Chikazzi to beat Calvin Kaya, 8.6 to 1. Chikazzi, it's win. Let's go. Let's fucking get it get it going. Let's go. That's it, lads. Is it a time First for Hardy's, card of the year? Time for Hardy's random fact of the, of the, of the episode. Yeah. If you've got one. <laughs> what kind of random <laughs> fact do you want in today? Random. Uh, I didn't... Well, I suppose that's not random if you ask, is it? Okay, let me, let me, yeah, exactly. let me find, let me find Harley's. Okay. Um, well, I will, while you're doing that, I'll remind everyone that we're starting 2022 afresh on the spreadsheet. Um, I've got 2021 spreadsheet saved. It's not going anywhere. The numbers are all still there. We know what totals everyone got. So we can refer back to that for the sake of maths if we need to. Um, but everyone's on starting from zero. It's a big week this week, lads, because mm, you want to yeah. get on, into the green week one realistically, don't you? You don't want to be chasing from from the red like Hardy was for the last nine weeks of 2021. I proved that you can do shit all year and get one good bet and actually keep up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not a game plan that I'd advise, but yeah. Balls to the wall. Get there in the end, but we'll see this time next week, lads, because we're previewing UFC 270 and Ghana against Cyril Garn this yeah. time um, next week. So we'll have more bets, more previews. We'll look back on this week's card, this week's bet, see how we've all got on. I'm looking forward to it already. Hardy, have you got a random fact for us before I wrap up? Ah, yes. So um, this is one that I actually posted in the chat before. <laughs> One of the one of the most successful <laughs> one of the most successful one of the most successful US pilots in the Pacific Theater in World War II was called Richard Bong, otherwise known as Dick Bong. <laughs> <laughs> That's all these facts of the, of the of the of the week. Tune in next week for, com- for the next facts. Next completely week. lowered the tone of this very mature podcast. Yeah, this very mature podcast, which we've talked yeah, about raw very dogs. Serious. <laughs> you just uh, brought in the whole audience. So yeah, Dick Bong, yeah. look him up, legend. He's got a park named after him. This is called the Dick Dick Bong Memorial Park. I'm not even baiting, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best bit. The fact that there's there's probably a Dick Bong a Dick a Dick Bong Memorial bench somewhere. I'm sure. As well. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's <laughs> yeah. someone in the comments saying that they drive past the Dick Bong Memorial Fire Station every day on the way to work. <laughs> is there a is there a Dick Bong Memorial Fountain in the Dick Bong Memorial Park? Honestly, I didn't look up Dick Bong. He had about I think he had about seventy confirmed flights over Japan in, in the Pacific so he's actually a very on, very I'm, decorated pilot 
I'm on the work laptop, so I'm not Googling Dick Bong. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, 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 how about you search Major Richard Bong? <laughs> yeah, come up. yeah, that's I like that. You'll be reading that. Major Richard Bong standing to attention. Anyway, this has been Octagon Odds. Um, um, we'll see you next yeah. week, guys. Just remember yeah, to don't bet. forget if you enjoyed the show. Yeah. Give us a like. Remember, us a my my statement wasn't um, remember to bet. I didn't finish. <laughs> remember to bet <laughs> um, <laughs> sensibly, and um, you know, don't be you know be willing to lose anything that you're putting up. And uh, you know, yeah, there's your warning. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah. Go well. <laughs> Best of luck with the new the first card of the year, everyone. Good luck to you, lads. I hope. And if well. your last name's Bond, don't, don't, don't call your kid Dick. Bye. Yeah.